When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey, welcome back. So I want to take some time today to talk about what I would consider to be some rather troubling developments regarding China and uh, their attempts to to potentially in, in the relatively near future implement some sort of a, a digital currency, a digital yuan, if you will. And and I want to talk about why I think this is such a, a troubling development. Of course, here in the precious metals community, there's a, there's some talk about, you know, rumors and whatnot about this being some sort of gold-backed cryptocurrency. Uh, I I tend to doubt it. Yeah, the possibility is there. The gold is there to some extent, um, but, but I doubt it. But, but even if it was, you know, I think that any sort of a digital currency by, by China, some, some move towards a digital currency, is primarily going to be focused domestically. And even if it's gold-based, it's, in terms of, of personal freedoms in China, going to be a huge negative. You know, as we move up on the Thanksgiving holiday, I'm actually recording this day prior to Thanksgiving here in the States, you know, I think there is quite a bit that we do have to be thankful for here in the United States. In terms of freedoms, in terms of liberties, yeah, they're less than what they were maybe 100 years ago, 200 years ago. In my opinion, and I think many of you would agree, what we have today in terms of of freedom of speech, Second Amendment rights, as well as the rest of the Bill of Rights, and just in general, freedoms and liberties, uh, and and taxes go along with that, it's it's not what the founders envisioned. It's it's a far cry from what we've had, or what we had uh, a century ago, two centuries ago. But we do have quite a bit still to be thankful for. It doesn't mean we shouldn't fight for more, but relative to China, we we, we look like a bastion of global freedom and, and, and democracy, right? China, in the past 10 years, has implemented restrictions on people's liberties, their rights, their privacy, to an extent that I think people would have found very surprising 10 years ago. Don't get me wrong. There's always people that made those predictions. But 10 years ago, there was also people making predictions that we'd be sending people to Mars right now, that we'd be hooked on, on solar energy or wind energy and not oil still. Or People make lots of predictions. But what China has done in the last 10 years in terms of cracking down on liberties within their own country is impressive, but also extremely dystopian. Of course, what I'm referring to is essentially the surveillance state that they have turned into. And don't get me wrong; this is true for the U.S. And, and much of the must, you know, the U.K. and other countries as well. Just not to the same extent as China, because married with that surveillance state and and the use of facial recognition software, which has become incredibly advanced and prevalent, and and a ton of cameras and and much, much more in terms of of monitoring of of communication and the internet and whatnot, and and the crackdown on, on certain internet usage, with that has also come what 
many refer to as essentially a social credit system that China is is still moving in the direction of and to some extent has already rolled out. Uh, a social credit system where others, as well as the government, can see your social credit score and, and you get brownie points for, I don't know, you know, going to communist meetings or, or doing what's right. Uh, doing what's right in the eyes of the Communist Party, and you're docked points for things that are seen as um, anti-party or, or anti, you know, things that that we might view as an exercising of one's rights, but viewed by by the Communist China, uh, Chinese Communist Party as uh, bad, <laughs> something that takes away from from their their current hold on on power, and. The the new thing here with cryptocurrencies, I think, is increasingly uh, an attempt to to clamp down on these rights. I mean, that's what communist countries do is they, is they clamp down on on rights within their own country. And I think we need to really dispel this nonsense of saying it's going to be gold backed. It's a good thing and everything, and and this is something we should be hoping for. Uh, sure, there's always a potential that China at some point creates some sort of a gold-backed currency in the future. China holds the cards right now in terms of gold around the world, China and Russia. But I don't think that's what we're moving towards, and I don't think that this is something we should look forward to, a cryptocurrency in China, a domestic cryptocurrency, for two reasons. First of all, because of what I've been mentioning here, the, 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 the fact that it reduces one's ability to exercise their rights and uh, increases the amount of surveillance and information that the government has on individuals and, and their daily purchases, uh, their how they're getting money, how they're moving money around, etc. But also because I think it's going to act as a precursor to the very same thing coming to, to many other countries that we would consider more liberalized, not in the political sense, but more um, liberty-based, right? More more free than, than China, right? China's communist. We we know China's not free, but I think it's just a matter of time before a similar thing happens here in the United States. So why is this a bad thing? You know, I, I want to make one, one thing clear. I don't think cryptocurrencies inherently are a bad thing. And I know some of you aren't going to be a fan of that. Doesn't mean I think they're a good investment. Doesn't mean I think I think that somehow they're they're based on, on some real fundamental values. They have some real utility blockchain technology and cryptocurrencies have some real uses and in terms of uh, granting a population the ability to transfer at least their cryptocurrencies uh, very covertly with a high amount of privacy and whatnot cryptocurrencies are are pretty great for that especially some of the more privacy-based ones and what I'm talking about here is quite the opposite. In fact, just today or just in the last 24 hours, China has continued their crackdown on uh, cryptocurrency usage uh, within their own borders. And of course, this says for those of you that follow cryptocurrency prices closely, I, I don't really, but but I check them from time to time, has affected the price of, of cryptos and, and Bitcoin very significantly because China is a huge potential market and has been a huge market for Bitcoin and company. And they're cracking down on that. But as what I'm saying here, I, I don't think that this is a move that China is telegraphing by saying that they're not going to tolerate or do cryptocurrencies at all in the future. Uh, in fact, I think it's quite the contrary. China is looking to develop this, this digital currency realm for their own population, but they want to control it. 
they want to be the one, the ones that that can track uh, who is who's moving funds around, right? So with cryptocurrencies, you just have a wallet. It's just a a string of letters and numbers, and 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 you have a password for that and everything, and. And it's moved around, and depending on the cryptocurrency, it's decentralized or it's more centralized. But as a whole, it's relatively decentralized compared to, you know, a bank um, or a central bank printing the money or whatever. Certainly more decentralized than the government, uh, knowing whose names are linked to each of these individual wallets and knowing where that money's coming from and where it's going for every single individual within their borders. That is what I expect to happen in the next year or two in China. At Evernorth Health Services, we believe costs shouldn't get in the way of life-changing care, and we're doing everything in our power to make it possible. Behavioral health solutions that also keep your projections at their best? It's possible. Pharmacy benefits that benefit your bottom line? It's possible. Complex specialty care that cares about your ROI? It's possible. Because we're already doing it. All while saving businesses billions. That's wonder made possible. Learn more at evernorth.com slash wonder. Cryptocurrencies, it's not going to come all at once, right? Just like with a social credit system, the surveillance state that they have, have constructed, it's not going to come overnight, but it's going to be rolled out. And unfortunately, I think you're going to see a lot of people in the U.S., in Europe, and elsewhere say, hey, look what China's doing they're moving into the 21st century with this new fangled cryptocurrency that's run by their country. Why don't we do that? Why doesn't the Fed or the ECB do just that? And hey, all of a sudden, you have all the benefits of a cryptocurrency in their eyes, uh, the, the easy transactions, the, the um, high security of the transactions and whatnot. But it's also state controlled, and so maybe that's going to lend some stability to it. But of course, what they're ignoring is that some of the key attributes and benefits to cryptocurrencies, why so many people are on board with with cryptocurrencies the world over, I'm talking privacy and security, uh, largely are going to go by the wayside. When you have a state-run currency, state-run digital currency, whether it's crypto or otherwise, and the state can see every transaction and eventually move as much domestic commerce as possible onto this digital platform. Move as much away from a barter economy or from cash or from other sorts of, of physical currency. The the sooner you can do that, the more you can do that, the greater you control you have over the population. All of a sudden it's a much more difficult for Chinese citizens to move their countries move their move their money out of the country wealthy or otherwise it's very difficult for them to to avoid taxes it's very difficult for them to uh transfer money that as far as the state is concerned shouldn't be transferred regardless of what they're buying as far as i'm concerned the government any government the us government the chinese communist party the uk whatever has no business in in what i'm spending my money on Right? It has no business in knowing um, how I'm getting my money. Right, That's, that's I think, beyond the, the purview of a government. And yet, again, we have that in the U.S. But what's coming to China is going to be much, much worse. It's an attack on liberties that has been going on since uh, the Chinese Communist Party came to power right? in, in the 40s. Um, 
Only now it is finally in the 21st century. And, and unfortunately, I think there's going to be a lot of people celebrating that, even here in the West, celebrating this move into to the 21st century. And why don't we have that? Not realizing that we can have that. We can have cryptocurrencies. We can have precious metals. We can have cash, even. Uh, physical cash. We can have all of that. And all of those things are not that bad. Cryptocurrencies, easy to transact across borders, um, high security, high anonymity. You have a high amount of security with precious metals as well as protection against inflation. And of course, cash is king. The dollar is king. What's wrong with that system? Not a whole lot. Like, yeah, we could get rid of the penny. That would be fine with me. Right? We, we get rid of the nickel if you want. Nickels are actually... Um, kind of expensive as the price of nickel increases, even with some of the new alloys they use. Uh, but to move away from a physical currency entirely, and not only move to a, a digital-based uh, banking system type system, which is seen in many European countries, but entirely to a blockchain-based digital currency, it's it's a dystopian future. It's reminiscent of 1984, but honestly, on steroids. George Orwell himself wasn't able to imagine all of the the intricacies that those in power um, can can develop, the intricacies of, of that control uh, that they can develop, right? He, he was right on some of it. The uh, microphones and the cameras in people's houses. Yeah, China has that, but so do we here in the United States. I, I'm recording on my phone right now, and, and I have no doubt that if the NSA wanted to, not saying they do, for every individual, but if they wanted to, they could listen in. Sure. We have that, just like an Orwellian future. We have the Alexa, we have the Google, whatever. Uh, He dreamed of the social credit system, essentially, where the government decides who fails and who succeeds based on their obedience to the government. That's where China's heading. I have no doubt that many other countries, maybe not the U.S. at this point, but many other countries will soon be moving in that direction. But Orwell himself wasn't able to imagine this control over money. And how powerful of a control system is that? Right? You only can get so far with just a barter system. Gold and silver actually would work great as sort of black market currency in China, but hard to get your hands on in the first place. And and um, you, you always have to wonder about who you're you're doing business with. Uh there's there's certainly some some social credit points to be gained, I'm sure, for for ratting out somebody that isn't uh, quote unquote enemy in the state. But but again, this is something Orwell himself wasn't able to imagine, and and I don't think this is something we should be celebrating. Cryptocurrencies as a whole, this isn't a rant against cryptocurrencies. Not saying I believe in them, but they have some real benefits. They have some real utility. A state-run cryptocurrency state-run blockchain currency is not something I'm a fan of and not something I'm looking forward to coming uh, around the world, uh, let alone China. As always, uh, thank you for, for tuning in today. Have a happy Thanksgiving. Uh, be cheerful. I know this is a lot of gloom and doom sometimes on this channel, but be happy, be thankful for what you have. And I know uh, among other things, which I am far more thankful for, including my family, uh, my my God, 
my uh, my friends, my health, all of that. I'm also incredibly thankful to have you here to have this podcast, have this YouTube channel up and running and, and have quite a bit of great individuals tuning in on a daily basis. So thank you from the bottom of my heart and God bless.